Oh, man. We are back with another Kofo Live and Undead. And, uh, oh, yeah, thanks for being so patient out there uh, while I was dealing with just the worst spring cold. So remember, stay hydrated and drink a lot of emergency. Good Lord. Daniel Crozier, and I'm joined by the amazing Brent Buckavoy. How are you? I'm doing very well. That's a pretty scary scream you got there. Oh, thank you. Yes, I, I got my voice back. You know, last week it was non-existent. That's that's why, unfortunately, we had to reschedule. But thank you for being so flexible. Yeah. Have you ever been in a metal band? Uh, I've been in a couple bands before. Yep. And uh, I've lost my voice through each and every one of them. Wow. I could tell. Yeah, yeah, it's terrible. I'm untrained. Uh, Brent, it's it's good to see you. It's been a few years. Uh, I met you, uh, was it uh, 2018, 2019 at the American Film Market uh, out in L.A. And I think, uh, well, we were both shopping projects around, but uh, I think you were shopping a, a horror movie or, you know, a script project that you had at the time. Um but but now you've you've went and, and uh, made your own feature film, a nice dark comedy called uh, Ronald's Little Factory. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and you know how you got into filmmaking? Sure. Uh, yeah. Actually. So yeah, that was yeah, that was eighteen or nineteen that we met, and um, at that time, so I started making short films um, about ten years ago, and I've. I've done several horror short films. And so I've been trying to do a feature film forever for the last five years or so. Cool. And that project, uh, well, yeah, about five, five years ago, it was this project. It was a horror comedy horror project that I had that I made a proof of concept and it's a fun concept. And it's, you know, you know, originally actually I had a film before that. It was, you know, of course it was a million dollar project can't get a million dollars and then so oh, yeah. I can I can get you know three hundred thousand dollars so this project that I was shopping at AFM you know, just a three hundred thousand dollar project still didn't make that so I was trying to shop that and others and so I finally about three years ago I came to the conclusion um there's actually this uh quote that I remembered is for filmmakers and the mm -hmm. quote is um write what you know and make it with whatever access you already have 
that you already have. And so I wrote a crazy little uh, screenplay about a Mormon boy, an awkward Mormon boy, and I shot the whole thing in my bedroom. So I just literally just, we shot it for 12K in my bedroom in seven days. And oh my so you uh, shot that, it was during the middle of the pandemic. And then um, uh, just, I spent about a uh, year and a half editing it and uh, just just premiered it about just last six or seven weeks ago in Utah. I did two screenings in Utah and then one in San Diego and then did one at uh, Idaho Wild Film Festival. Nice. Oh. oh my God, that's that's awesome. What's uh, what's the reception been like? Um, it's it's been good. I I think for the most part it's been uh, really good, and it's just it's really niche. It's mm. it's a dark comedy that deals with Mormonism. I was raised Mormon, and so there's going to be a lot of Mormons that don't like it, but it's never never try to be mean. And so it's it's geared mainly towards former Mormons, mm. but also towards people that like weird dark comedy and creepy creepy things yeah yep. me too so there's and like the kind of it's also the midnight crowd right uh, type stuff and so it's i think of it there's definitely some horror aspects it's more than it's i, I consider it a creepy comedy um nice so, that's yeah that's that because my my first love really is is horror and this is yeah. but there's there's several horror elements but it's certainly more creepy dark comedy than straight horror right well it, the the thing that that got me you know uh on online was of course the uh the poster i'll, I'll post uh, put that up here real quick let me take off the this banner here so that everybody can can see it but yeah yeah first thing i saw is like oh my god brit made a horror movie you know uh, just uh yeah. just flat out i was like wow this yeah this looks fantastic yeah um so yeah it's 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 absolutely amazing, you know, piece of artwork and, and a great little promotional. Uh, yeah, is this something that uh, that you commissioned or? Yeah, um, that is, it's it's an artist I've been following for a while. His he's goes by Sadist Arts, Sadist Art Designs, cool. and he does a lot of um, '80s retro horror stuff like Creep Show type wow. stuff. So I I just I found him, and then I just I I did a, a basic drawing of what I wanted. This is. The main character it's based on the main character and he has a handcuff right there and uh i'll give a little bit of a brief synopsis of my the film this will make sense but that's my film is it's about this 19 year old mormon boy yeah. who decides to handcuff himself to his bedpost to keep himself from committing a sin that mormons think is is just two steps below mur murder and that is the sin of self-touching yourself. Yeah. Self-love. And so he he does that. And then he ends up getting stuck, though. And so his mom comes in and she has to call on all the wild and weird members of their church to come help him. And so the entire movie, he's just he's stuck on his bed. Um, handcuffed. Oh, geez. Oh, geez. And oh. so, yeah, so that art piece is just, yeah, I told him I wanted like kind of a creep show vibe. It's also uh, They Live, John Carpenter's They Live type yeah. vibe. And nice. uh, so, and it takes place in the eighties too. So perfect to have that poster and uh, man, that's yeah, cool. So to, to come. Yeah. So sadist art designs, it's does awesome stuff. 
man, that's, that's pretty awesome. That's, it's a, it's a great piece. It's really, you know, uh, eye catching, especially, you know, for the, the horror community. And of course, you know, with, with that subject matter too, like, you know, we, yeah, you know, we, we get, you know, kind of the, a similar equivalent, you know, from like evangelicals and stuff like very strict evangelicals and, and everything like that. Like masturbation is bad. Self-pleasuring is bad. It's like, Oh, come on now. You know, uh, that's, that's absolutely ridiculous. But, uh, you know, w- with the term like little factory, is that something that, uh, that you came up with, or is that something that's also, you know, for those that are, uh, you know, like me who aren't aware of like the Mormon religion and, and some of those tenets, is that a term that, that kind of originated there? Yeah, it's, it's originated there. It's, it actually, it's from, um, in 1976, a Mormon apostle, he gave a talk to the young men and he it's uh, you can watch the whole talk on on YouTube. And it's like a 15 minute talk. And he the whole talk is an anti masturbation talk. And mm-hmm. he refers uh, reproductive systems uh, to little factories. And so he, he talks about how, you know, if, if you overwork it, then it'll speed things up. And so it's the whole talk is just it's talking about just anti how horrible and evil it is to to masturbate and and right. so it's, it's most of it is hilarious because it's so ridiculous and outdated and so in the movie ronald ronald's mom gives him a tape of this talk and he walks watches this as a little boy mm. and he becomes obsessed with this talk and then oh. and then there's also a pamphlet that uh the mormons also put forth is also another anti-masturbation pamphlet and it went over all these things that that you have to if you're tempted to masturbate then yeah one of the things is that you might have to tie your hands to your the bedpost at night to keep oh. yourself from doing that and then there's other things like think of think of um yourself and in a bathtub full of worms and eating these worms so you don't so you're not turned yeah. on oh my god yeah it, so yeah, all these yeah. things i bring up these are all based on true things that the Mormons wow. taught and some of them are still teaching. Wow. I, you know, it's, yeah. Um, yeah. You, you grew up in the, the Mormon uh, community, correct? Yeah. Obviously. Uh, um, the, uh, and you still got family uh, in there, I suppose, you know, uh, you know, with that, uh, that practice of faith and, and, and all that. Um, what, you know, what was uh, their response to this film or do they even know? Um, luckily, my brothers, both my brothers, my, my my like my top few friends have all left the church. Um, mm-hmm. The only people that are still in that I'm well, I, I, I actually have more. I have several people that are close, but my parents mm-hmm. and my sister are and my sister's family are still in the church. Mm-hmm. And so um, and my parents are very conservative but luckily they're they've been supportive they certainly haven't seen it and i've i've actually been very careful about posting it on facebook i make sure to mm-hmm. always make sure block them you know make sure they can't see it yeah and but i did show i made a proof of concept first um about three years ago and mm-hmm. i showed it to my mom and surprisingly she chuckled a couple times and okay so and they still they ask about it often like you know, they knew that i talked to him often and they know I showed it in Utah and, and uh, they asked how the screening went and, you nice. know, I just tell them general 
things and they, they yeah. ask. So, but yeah, yeah, they've been supportive. I just, but I've never show them the, I would show them a couple clips, you know, the it's, I never try to be mean and it's not right. mean. And I think even active Mormons could watch 85% of it and laugh. Yeah. Uh, there's the, but there's about 15% that, that most active members would not like at all. Okay. No, I, I totally get it. You know, I, I've got, uh, you know, uh, parents that are, um, uh, are, are, uh, conservative and religious and, uh, but you know, for the most part, they're still incredibly supportive and, and, uh, and all the weird, uh, things that I do as well. So and, were you yeah. raised, so were you raised really religious as well? No, uh, the, 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 I think with them, um, you know, they, I think they, they told me that they tried to, uh, you know, really put religion into me and it just never took. So, uh, yeah, everything like that, I just pretty much ignored and I didn't realize, you know, what they were trying to do until like, uh, probably about 20 years ago. Um, and, uh, you know, they, and then that's when I noticed that they really kind of buckled down, got a little bit more conservative and, and a little bit more, uh, uh, religious, or at least I was aware a little bit more made aware of, of, uh, what their interests, uh, were and are, um, it was right around like, uh, 9-11, right. You know, people got scared. And, and so a lot of them, you know, turned to, to conservatism and religion. Um, mm -hmm. you know, so that's, that's when I really noticed that. But uh, yeah, other than that, you know, they're incredibly supportive. Um, we we I still you know uh, I, I still swear like a fucking sailor and uh, you know around them and you know and yeah, but we still have a good time. Um, in fact, uh, anytime the grandkids aren't around, uh, they get lit. It's great. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> so yeah, they they definitely still have a little wild hair, you know, which mm -hmm. is which is nice, and I, I always like to draw that out of them. And, uh, you know, uh, then we can have more honest conversations too that way. Nice. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, this, yeah, the movie sounds amazing. I, yeah, you sent me the trailer and it's, I, I was stunned. I'm like, holy shit, Brent made this? This is fantastic. <laughs> God damn it. So yeah, this really does need to be, uh, celebrated. So everybody that's out there that's, that's watching, we're going to, yeah, if it's cool, Brent, uh, I'll try and uh, play the trailer here. It's it's going to be yeah. on YouTube here that I'm uh, bringing this on. So let me take off this banner here, and then we'll see if we can add this to the stream. And, well, come on now. All right, let's do this. Let's take us off of there. There it goes. All right. Let's give this a shot. Can't believe my little boy will receive the priesthood tomorrow if you pass. Within your body, you have the power of creation. It might be likened to having a little factory in your body. Do not begin with tampering or playing with this sacred power of creation. It is of the devil. Latter-day Saint young men are not to do this. It is of the devil. It is of the devil. Whoa. No, 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 wait, wait, mom, mom, wait, wait, mom, mom, no, ow, I didn't do anything. 
magic trick. Oh, that is so starstruck. This is my house, and you will not contaminate it with your sick sexual games. I call it Sister Hissen. Really, Bond the Relief Society president? I need financial support right now, Ronald. You wasted God's seed. How many little babies did you kill in releasing your seed? No, I'm not calling you a murderer. But those are my grandbabies. I can't find the keys. What do you mean you can't find them? They aren't there. Matthew 5.30. If your right arm offend thee, cut it off. If your eye offend thee, pluck it out. Pluck it out. No! 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 What is your the Holy Ghost shocks me every morning when I'm bent over on my knees. In prayer! It is of the devil. It is of the devil. Oh man, that's amazing! I can't wait to see that movie. That's awesome. that looks so cool! Wow! So you, oh, so okay. Hi. Uh, all right. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. you know, YouTube just kept on playing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that, that looks absolutely amazing. So that you know, you shot that for for twelve thousand dollars and. What yeah, just all that was yeah, completely in in my own bedroom. That um, yeah, just in my bedroom and seven days during the middle of pandemic. And so actually, a lot of the scenes too, because there, it was during the middle of the pandemic, we tried to to have as few people in the room as possible. So a lot of the scenes, they're like we shot at different times. So like the mom right. is the mom and sister Hissam, that's the Relief Society president. Like they're there, we shot them one day, and then like, um, uh, Ronald, another, like, so we would spice it, we spice it, um, uh, together to make it look like they're in the same. So, a lot of the, a lot of the scenes, they're not even in the same room. Uh, certainly, some of them are, but nice. It's yeah, it, it, the editing on there is really tight. Uh, I mean, the, the camera work is, is amazing, you know, something like, uh, like, like this, like just based on the trailer, um, obviously, um. Yeah, it, it seems like you're you're working in a fantastic little microcosm. You know, you working in your room, you know, telling a story that uh, you know that is you know you you know um, that you you know type of uh, you know dogma that you, I guess you grew up with. Um, you know, not not to be uh, you know kind of flippant or anything, but um, you, you know, did you find that uh, you know such limitations really kind of bred like innovation? Um, yeah, in a lot of ways, it, um, I think it does just like being stuck inside one room, especially you got to think about like what, you know, what camera angles could be because we've done so many of the same things like it's, it's really it's a tiny room. So it's, yeah. you got to think literally, what can we do to make this interesting? And I, and as even I was, even while like the first year I was editing, I just kept on thinking, I don't know if this can be entertaining to be in one room for 90 minutes. I really wasn't until 
you know, a after a year of editing it that I finally thought, I think this actually works being yeah. stuck inside one because we literally, I mean, 99, well, I guess there's, there's one scene where it's outside the room, but literally 99% of the movie is just, just in this, you know, 10 foot room. So it's. Wow. Wow. That's, uh, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. You, you mentioned like, uh, you know, figuring out like camera uh, work. Did you ever have to do anything like extreme, like cut out a notch in the wall or something to place a camera, you know, just to, to get the no. shot that you want? Yeah, no, nothing, nothing like that. Uh, nice. And so yeah, I, I, had a, I had a great uh, cinematographer that uh, Dan Watt was his name, and yeah, he did a he did a great job. That's so cool. yeah, and I just I only had two crew. Yeah, so I just had Dan, Dan, and then I had someone doing the sound, and oh, then cool. so that was just that for crew. I, oh, I did have an I did have an assistant director for about a couple days. I wish I would have had the whole set, and then actually the producer came for a couple days too, but because when I first started, I just thought it's such a tiny film. I'm not even going to get a good assistant director. But mm -hmm. then about two days in, I thought this is ridiculous. He, I was just, I was trying to, you know, plan the, the food, the lunch, everything. Right. And so I finally like halfway through the shoot, I got someone for a couple of days that helps. Wow. Nice. That, yeah. You, you don't realize it until you, you, you're really neck deep in it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've done several short films and it's, it's i thought you know this oh this is just a little bit longer but it's such a different animal of short films and and features. yeah yeah how long were the days you know shooting um i don't think anything was longer than 12 so so but so all the except for so the main the main three characters are the mom says uh ronald and then Relief society president which is in there quite a, her name's sister hissom and actually she's that's maria olsen she's done a lot of other or projects. Yeah, she uh, looks really, familiar. Yeah, really cool um, horror actor. And so all of them, well, she only came for two days, but the rest of the actors, um, they all came just literally for four hours. Just we did their scene. Nice. And uh, each one of them have, you know, seven, eight minutes worth of time. And so we, we did everyone else's um, wow. in just a few hours. But but the, the whole shoot though was seven days wow that's uh you know that's man that's so intense um you know and, and you know you mentioned yeah you, you had the sound guy too in, in, in with independent films you know audio is like one of those those things that that you know somebody so many people leave for last and really it, it's got to be like the pinnacle it's got to be you know the, the main thing that you focus on because without Good audio. I mean, that can take you right out of the film. That takes audience members right out. Yeah, of the it's film. it's so sad that yeah, it's I mean, it's a relatively you know, as long as you get someone you know a solid professional, it's a relatively mm -hmm. easy thing that just get someone and, but yeah, there's plenty of film you know indie films that just that are lacking on sound. But yeah, because we always hear yeah that sound, video you know or film the look visual aspects that's forgiving. Even we could yeah. look horrible and we forgive but sound is something that just humans just we can't forgive if it's if it's bad sound no no yeah most most definitely man that's that's awesome the uh you know so so this has a you know a, a dark comedy and everything and you've you you know you when when you and i were uh you know hanging out at uh, american uh, film market um and i also want to you know uh segue uh, eventually uh to that and see what your what you felt about that experience, but um, 
you know, having, you know, gone and, and pitched, you know, some horror film projects, I mean, this, this, you know, does seem like not only a, a dark comedy, but it does have those elements of, of horror, you know, that, that introspection, that self-reflection, you know, how, like, um, you know, that nature versus, uh, you know, nurture, you know, where they're, they're, you know, you, you're, uh, somebody's being conditioned to, you know, clearly could be causing some kind of, uh, mental harm to themselves. If they're tape, taping themselves to the bed or, you know, handcuffing themselves to the, the bed, just to, uh, appease some, some kind of moral standing. Have, uh, is, uh, have you ever, um, you know, had any, uh, any type of like uh, personal, um, experience similar to this, maybe not to this extreme. Are you trying to ask me if I ever handcuffed my hands to the bed? To there you to go. Myself? Have you? Uh, uh, not quite, but I. It's, it was definitely inspired by my life, and I'm. Yeah, yeah. it was very similar to Ronald, and yeah. with with the guilt and trying so hard to be, uh, perf the perfect Mormon boy. Yeah, I was totally inspired. Yeah. By my life, but I, yeah, I never, never quite got to that level. Right. Um, but I did ha have, did have, um, a lot of, yeah, a lot of guilt and shame from thinking about it. And, but I was, I was good. I was the perfect Mormon boy. I really didn't want yeah. to do it and didn't do that because I was just like Ronald. I, I did everything in my power not to do that because I literally was, as Mormons, we're, we're taught that sex outside of marriage is literally just one step outside of murder and oh, wow. yeah and then i thought um you know that masturbation is self-love is one step below that so oh. literally in my mind it was two steps below murder and so that's ronald has a lot of these nightmares of of this of someone coming into his room and, and you know chanting that you know two steps below murder two steps below murder so it's pretty uh, horrific in a lot of ways. Yeah, man, that's that's tough. What a, what a tough way to you know have to you know grow up you know listening to that that messaging. It, you know, uh, evangelicals you know listen to uh, have to listen to you know similar things too. You know, sex is just for procreation. Got to create life and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Like you know, uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know they. If you have like a, this is going to be gross, but if you have a nocturnal emission, you know, it's like, it's out of your control. I guess I killed yeah. a whole bunch of things. It, it becomes like a, a Bill Hicks, you know, uh, stand up joke at that point. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and as young as like, as like someone that didn't do that, like that, I, I would, I would start. Yeah. Literally would, would pray practically for those. Wow. For that, because. Yeah. Um, but anyways, actually, um, Boyd K. Packer actually talks the, the that apostle that um, the little factory talk. He talks yeah. about the the you know the wet dreams. Yeah, and so it's it's a hilarious talk if you watch the whole fifteen minute talk. And the the church finally put it um, probably four or five years ago. They finally it's the only supposedly the only talk that they've ever taken down from past talks that they've ever taken down from their website. So they're obviously just, they're disavowing it because it's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's, 
Uh, you know, c- kind of uh, deviating a little bit, you know, going back to, you know, where you and I met up at uh, American Film Market. Uh, can you talk a little bit about, you know, your experience there? Was it uh, a beneficial experience, uh, kind of networking and, and pitching projects? Were you able to learn a lot? That was my first and only time I went mm-hmm. there. And um, yeah, so I had a, a feature length um, script and a, 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 a about a four minute proof of concepts that I, I um, was pitching and I emailed uh, I got a hold of about a dozen um, producers um, that I had meetings with there and over yeah. a couple day period. And so I met with about a dozen people there. And also I was part, they do every year they do um, it's the pitch fest. Where did you go there? The pitch fest? Mm-mm. No, but I, I know of it. Yeah. What was, what was so, your experience? Yeah. It's like, like three or 400 people and you, they have for about two hours, they have people pitch their project for three, four minutes. And then they give about two minutes. They have about three producers on there and they give two minutes of worth of, of feedback. And then they award someone to do, they give money and stuff to, to, to the top one. But anyways, I, I pitched my, my, the projects and in front of a few hundred people there. And uh, that was interesting. And I got to meet some people from that. Nice. Uh, there that some producers that asked me to come and pitch it longer um cool. th- that weekend and but i had a good time i, I had a nice time meeting you and the several other filmmakers nothing came um from the pitching other than mm-hmm. meeting i actually i still keep in contact with some of those producers so i haven't worked with them but we still talk sometimes but nice. yeah nothing specific from that project but i, I think it's a, I would love to go again i think it's a great way to as long as you set your expectations, I mean, I think it would be a lot more fun if you have a completed project to pitch, right. um, which I think it would be fun, like for me, right the second to go. Yeah, uh, with with, with uh, Ronald, uh, are you going to be uh, you know doing like the film festival circuit, or are you going to be taking that uh, eventually back to American Film Market and try and get into uh, distrib- uh, distribution? Um, so my, the entire time making this, I thought it was just such a niche project that I would just, I would just do a, um, I would just self-release it and then do a, my whole plan was self-release it online, but do a couple, um, theatrical showings in Utah. Nice. Um, but as I showed this to some people, I thought, you know, this could actually be, um, this could maybe market a little bit more than just the, the tiny group of ex-mormon so i actually right. i've been i've been sending it off to some film festivals and it played one film festival the Wild film festival yeah cool and um i'm gonna do some more screenings in utah and i i'm i'm talking actually a couple um distributors are interested right now so i'm talking right. with them and so i'm gonna play the field for a few months and i i, mm-hmm. I would like to ideally release it online um in the next probably end of summer early fall oh okay wow that's uh that's that's pretty cool the uh yeah you as a uh you know doing like uh horror shorts right and then uh you know also being a a fan of uh you know horror films and, and stuff um do you see uh you know your next uh project being uh you know uh, more uh centristic uh or centrist uh, to uh, you know the horror genre. 
Yeah, um, that's definitely my goal is my next. Uh, I have a couple of projects that I'm working on right now, but one one specifically, they're all horror, more, much more horror related. Yeah. And one is um, takes place in the same universe as Ronald. And it's it's oh. kind of from the female perspective. Oh, yeah. So, and, um, but it's more much more horror and actually kind of a creature feature. Um, so, but I'm in the process of writing that. But my my goal is to I I gotta make just I mean it's been you know once you get that bug you just you gotta keep shooting you gotta make so I I want to do something later this in the next five you know four or five months I'm gonna start shooting okay is my is my goal definitely by the end of this year I wanna I wanna film this my next project whatever it is but I think it's gonna be this one um the female perspective of of uh, of Ronald's little factory. That's going to be a, a great, you know, uh, kind of counterpoint too. getting that perspective because, you know, like, you know, men yeah, in the Mormon religion, I'm sure, you know, have it tough enough. But women. Right? Yeah, it's it's like theirs is different because, yeah, ours, uh, you know, at least mine. What, you know, so like it's women like it's such an, an another dimension because yeah. there's so much. On like you need to control men like this is about this is all in your power to what men how men see you and like yeah. and how men it just it's so it's so based um on controlling these women and make sure that they don't do anything to make men lust so make sure you don't show you know three inches of of your of your arm uh because that could make men lust and think bad thoughts. So it's just such an extra dimension that they add on to these women yeah. trying to protect, try, and it's all about trying to protect uh, the men, make sure they don't lust. It's up to you to make sure that, so yeah. that's really what this is. This whole project will be about this poor girl that's has all those, you know, and, and also it's the, really the whole thing on with this one is it's really disturbing is that, um, there's a lot of religious people have taught to young girls that there's, there's this analogy, the used gum uh, analogy. There's, there, there's lessons that I've been hearing forever that they, 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 they compare um, any, as a woman that, that has sex outside of marriage as a used piece of chewing gum. Like if you oh. lose your virginity outside of marriage, you're like a used piece of chewing gum and no one, no one wants a used piece of chewing gum. So I've heard this over and over of so many people taught that. And so this project is actually, that's kind of the basis of this. Yeah. This girl's taught that as a young age, and then she grows up and is haunted by this. And, but of course there's, there's, she ends up being ostracized by her community and she ends up making friends with the, with the creature out in the woods. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the, the premise and it's called gum. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh man. That's Hopefully I can do that. That's, that's, I mean, anything could happen. Uh, might do some, something else, but that's, that's what I'm writing right this second that I'm excited about. That sounds amazing. You know, that, that sounds like a, you know, uh, such an amazing project. I, I can't wait to see that one. Um, man, that's, that's great. Uh, you know, uh, Brent, we've, we've got, uh, you know, about, you know, just a few more minutes left, but, uh, is there any what what are the upcoming opportunities for people to to go find uh, your film and find a screening? Uh, so like I'm, 
I'm doing a screening in St. George, Utah on um, just in about 11 days on April 23rd. Okay. It'll be in St. George and um, and then in probably May, going to do another screening in Salt Lake City. And early this summer, I'm definitely going to put together something in L.A. And, uh, and then hopefully do a couple more film festivals and then have it online by late summer or early fall. Nice. Man, that sounds that sounds amazing. Yeah. Uh, you know. So for for everybody that's that's tuning in, you know, make sure you go, uh, you know, seek out, uh, you know, Brent. Um, is is there like places on uh, on Facebook and, and stuff to to follow you? Yeah, go on um, just facebook.com slash Ronald's Little Factory, and you can find the updates uh, where it's playing. And that's nice. all the latest information. Cool. Um, yeah, man, this sounds amazing. I'm, I'm absolutely, you know, delighted, you know, for you. The film looks amazing. I can't wait to, to see it. Um, you know, as a, as a horror film fan, can you share with us like, uh, some of your favorite, uh, you know, go-to, uh, horror movies that, uh, that might've inspired this? Yeah. I'll, well, I'll tell you a movie that it's, it's underrated. It's a religious horror film that that is yeah. underrated. It's not that not that underrated in the horror community because the horror community appreciates this. But Exorcist Three is yeah. so good. Isn't that it's amazing? Just uh, just everything is about that. It just is seriously so perfect. I actually enjoy that more than the. I'm mean, the first one's a masterpiece, but I like right. the third one to me is more rewatchable. It just I, I love it. It's it's fun. It's got like the the greatest jump scare. Yeah, it does. Know, that's there. the best jump scare. Oh my god! You know so, that's so. Yeah, my yeah, but I love seventies horror films. Another one that's it's probably my favorite one um, is Let's Scare Jessica to Death. Right, I remember that. That is just so. It's so. Wow, it's just I love the seventies feel and just the creep factor. Yeah, psychological seventy weird horror films that those are my those are my favorite type of of uh, horror films yeah um in fact i saw it on the the screen last year uh, on the big screen uh here in denver we've got um uh teresa mercado uh who produces uh scream screen it's a nice curated series and that was one of the films that uh that she showcased before oh, wow. that i had never heard of it Oh my gosh! I would love to see that in the that, to see that in the theater. That would just be so amazing. Yeah. What What about you? What are some of your top few? Um. Let's see here. Recently, well, uh, last night we got to to see uh, a, an early screening of uh, Ryan uh, uh, Renfield, and uh, man, that was that was just fun. That's just just yeah, that's fun. fun. Yeah. It's it's uh, ridiculous. You know, uh, Nicholas Cage just chews up the scenery as Dracula. Uh, you know, he, he's delightful because he overacts so much and, but it's, it's needed for this type of oh, film. Yeah. I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of, uh, a lot of fun. You know, I, I think I'm trying to think, you know, what, what, uh, if I saw anything that like recently that, uh, um, that I really enjoyed, um, shoot. Uh, 
you know, there, there's a couple uh, Giallo films that I caught, you know, again at, at Scream Scream, but I can't remember what the, the ones, what they were called, but it's, it's just, you know, such great, like melodrama coupled with, you know, you know, brutal murder of, of, unfortunately of, of uh, women in, in some of these, uh, you know, films and, and just like the, the, the delightful cheesy, like pink, or, or bright red, you know, fake blood that, that goes along with them, uh, too. And, uh, uh, but yeah, that, that was back in January. Uh, the genre itself is just, you know, so interesting just because it's, it's based off of, uh, I think, uh, um, Christopher, uh, or, uh, Agatha Christie, uh, novels, crime novels. Um, and uh, the fact that uh, you know Giallo is is yellow, and, and you know the, the Agatha Christie novels themselves were—I know I'm trailing on—but were uh, you know reprinted in Italy, you know, with yellow covers and stuff. So it's just like you know, just just learning of like that whole genre is like, oh my god, that's that sounds amazing. Um, but uh, anything else like in the last year? I'm trying to think of some other some of the other horror stuff that came out. Oh, I, I'd like to, what was, um, what was the base of the Airbnb one that was like one of the top ones. That was a really good. One. Yes. Yes. Uh, what was it? Barbarian. Barbarian. Barbarian yeah. That was good. That was my favorite of the last, of the last year, probably. Yeah. I think that was my favorite, uh, you know, uh, big horror movie from last year too. I mean, that, you know, that to me, it also, you know, suggested they could be doing some world building because there are, unfortunately, there are a lot of neighborhoods, you know, it, around the U.S. that are like that, you know, just kind of uh, disheveled and, and you don't know what the hell could be lurking. Yeah. You, you know, another one of my favorites was actually done by my buddies from uh, Utah as they did Deadstream. You ever see that? Ooh, no. Yes. Yes, I did. It's on Shutter, right? Yeah. About the 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 podcast host that's yeah, doing all these dares and stuff. That was and, such a fun, cool. Oh my god, movie. that's so cool. Yeah. I, I I'd love to you know interview your friends sometimes, but that was a really fun, uh, inter you know uh, you know found footage uh, movie, and you know like typically I'm not a big fan of those, but that was just same hilarious. here. Yeah. That was one of my favorite found footage. Like, and it's like, you know, I'm going to be pretty, like I, I would, was pretty biased. So I didn't know like how, like, it's, it was hard to like, kind of look at it. Cause that's my buddy. Those are my buddies. But then I just, like, even just not being just like getting that out there. Like it's just, it's such a good fun film. Yeah. And I was so excited. It's, you know, it, pr it premiered at South by Southwest. And, and I was shocked when I heard that, I was just so shocked because there, there's like seven was there's like seven movies at the midnight uh fest that it was going it was playing and i knew like five or six of the other the other ones were big and then they it was the other first feature so i was super happy for them and the winters they're 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 um they're married and really cool nice uh, yeah there's there's been a, a number of you know uh like family uh production crews right or uh production teams like uh, you got the uh adams family that that did uh, Hellbent, which is also yeah. streaming on Shutter. Yeah, I, I like their their first or what was the one right before that? I thought that was a really good one. Um, I know what you're talking about. I can't remember the name. Yeah, that was a really cool cool film. Did, yeah. Have you seen um, Have you seen Skin Skinamarink? 
Yes. Yes, I think? did. I did. Yeah. Um, I thought that was just, uh, I, th I thought that was as a concept. That was amazing. What a, what a amazing concept to, to watch is really tough. I had to get up, walk away, you know, come back, get a fresh cup of coffee. And, and I'd have to sit there and really kind of focus to see like there are elements with you know in the frame that was like subtly changing like suddenly there a, a door's missing and all of a sudden a window's missing and then you know kind of listen in for like the, the kids talking about all this stuff and it was like man it's like yeah it, it, in terms of concept i thought it was a great film it's just like as a fan man it's such a tough watch and i like, totally agree like i well, I heard about it. I've been following it for a while. I saw the trailer. The concept looked amazing. I love weird. Yeah. David Lynch, just like type weird, crazy films. And the trailer was amazing. And I could, I just, I could watch only about half of it. I still want to watch it again. I just, cause I just love the idea of it. And there were some really cool parts, yeah. but it was just, it was tough. Maybe it'd be different in a theater, but, and maybe it's just, you have to be going to a certain mindset, but it was hard to, I finished it. Yeah, I think uh, like for me, you know, what what kept me going was I would, you know, watch 15, 20 minutes at a time, you know, pause it, get up, go do something else, come lit back later in the day or the next day or something and, 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 mm -hmm. and you know, put in a little bit more time working at it. Um, I, I, I think my ADD just will not allow me to sit there for 90 minutes, you know, as like things subtly change and, and you wait, you have to wait like 10 minutes for, you know, for the next, for you know, the next scene change, mm -hmm. you know, or a different camera angle that it was tough. It was very challenging. Uh, I definitely would invite anybody who's curious to, to, you know, definitely partake in that and, and try mm -hmm. it out. Uh, I would think, and this is just my opinion, I would think watching it in a movie theater would be really difficult. Um, that might be, but at the same time, like you're forced, like here watching this, like we, we can, oh, go online somewhere else, like look at our phone, but like right. in your theater, like you're forced, uh, you know, relatively forced to sit there and, to, you know, your mind, because you, you, you know you're not going to check your phone or go online during that time. So it could be easier. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's it, it's really exciting for like you know film uh, horror films filmmaking in general because there's just so many people doing so many cool innovative stuff and and I think like in like yourself you know doing uh, such a, a unique uh, you know story and having your unique insight on on this type of uh, you know scenario um, and and you know yeah. Uh, approaching you know some of the religious you know dogma that that you've um uh learned uh it really you, you guys need to be celebrated uh you need to be you know kind of uh you know brought up and and uh and uh you know have your your work featured as you know as as often as as possible so um you know my hat's off to you sir oh well thank you yeah yeah, thanks. Yeah, super glad to to talk to you again. And yeah, it's been like five years. So yeah, it's I, been a little while. I remember, yeah, coming up to I can't remember how we first started talking. But I remember your draw your drawing, and I've been looking at all your artwork for the last several years, and it's pretty amazing stuff. And 
Thank you. Super excited that you that you uh, helped start this, the Colorado. Uh, the Festival of Horror. The festival, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's okay. It's a long title. We, we call yeah. it Kofu for short, you know. Keep, yeah, it, keep it short. Definitely want to go there. And so, yeah, I've been excited to, to uh, follow you over the last few years. Oh, thank you. Yeah, well, uh, you know, Brent, uh, Kofu is definitely made for you. And uh, we would love to, you know, talk about, uh, you know, having you come out. Um, and may, maybe we can uh, screen uh, uh, you know, Ronald's little factory. I think uh, we'll definitely have a screening room for that and see what other options are. But uh, uh, I also want to say, Brent, you know, it's been a pleasure being able to reconnect to you, with you on, on this platform and learn more of all the cool shit that you are doing, man, and bringing, uh, bringing your art uh, into the world and enriching us. Oh, thank you so much. And you know who you remind me of when you do your screaming like that? Uh-oh. You sound like Kevin Smith. Like when he gets really excited. Like, Oh, yeah. I, okay, I can see that. I will take that as a compliment. Thank you. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Especially, especially his horror stuff. I love I love Red State. Red State's amazing. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I wish you, I wish you did more horror stuff. I, I wish you did, too. You know, maybe that's a, that's a guest that we need to bring out as a horror guest and celebrate those projects. Yeah. That even Tusk. Yeah. I, I love the idea of Tusk. Uh, I think he was a little too stoned though behind the camera. You know, I really liked Tusk. Uh, it definitely yeah. changed in the last like third, like it became pretty over the top, but I still, I yeah. really enjoyed, I, I, love, I really enjoyed Tusk. I love Michael movie. Parks in that movie. He's, yeah. Oh, that's an amazing God. character. Ah, that was such a good character. Um, Man, that's awesome. Uh, Brent, uh, stick around while we sign off. But again, thanks for being so generous with your time, sir. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. And then uh, to everybody that tuned in, thanks so much, guys, for uh, for you know tuning back in. And, of course, uh, to our sponsors, to Mutiny Cafe. If you're going to start a revolution, make sure you're caffeinated. And our friends at uh, Hellfire Entertainment, thanks for rebroadcasting us on your social media. Uh, Groovy TV, and of course to uh, Angela Joseph uh, Productions and Alien Donuts Films to Bill and Angela over there, and um, you know to my producers uh, Lily Fisher, Amanda Armstrong, and Stefan Santa Cruz. Thanks so much for putting up with my shit, and uh, of course to all you guys out there. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you go and seek out Ronald's Little Factory. Find that movie when it comes out. Sounds like it could be, uh, you know, streaming at the end of the summer. But uh, if it's playing in your hometown, go see it in person. Support the the theaters. Support amazing young filmmakers like Brent here. And, uh, yeah, uh, be good, be kind. Help each other out during tough times. And stay spooky, everybody. Have a good night. We will catch you later. Make sure to check out our Facebook and website for the updates on Colorado Festival of Horror, September 15th through the 17th.